reads the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Or John the Baptist appeared, preaching in the desert of Judea and saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. It was of him that the prophet Isaiah had spoken when he said, A voice of one crying out in the desert, Prepare the way of the Lord, make straight his path. John wore clothing made of camel's hair and a leather belt around his waist. His food was locusts and wild honey. At that time, Jerusalem, all Judea, and the whole region around the Jordan were going out to him and were being baptized by him into the river Jordan as they acknowledged their sin. When he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees coming to his baptism, he said to them, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the coming wrath? Produce good fruit as evidence of your repentance. Do not presume to say to yourselves that we have Abraham as our father. For I tell you, God raise up children to Abraham from these stones. Even now the axe lies at the root of the trees. Therefore, every tree that does not bear good fruit will be cut down and thrown into the fire. I am baptizing you with water for repentance. But the one who is coming after me is mightier than I. I am not worthy to carry his sandals. He is baptizing with the Holy Spirit and with fire. His winnowing fan is in his hand, and he will clear his threshing floor and gather his wheat into his barn. But the chaff, which will burn, is unquenchable fire. The Gospel of the Lord. So it is clear 
that people are responding to the voice of God, not to the mouthpiece. And what John is inviting them to do, a lot of theology will take a long time to explain, but a new testament. All the prophets had prophesied the time when salvation would come, and God would establish his kingdom and powerfully bless his with the Holy Spirit you hear about in that first reading. And so he is announcing that time and the people have the wisdom and the courage and the initiative to get up from their houses, from their daily routines, their way of life, and humbly go out to the desert to acknowledge their sins and start different voice than myself, because God speaks sometimes even more powerfully through our brothers and our sisters. So I would like to invite forward a member of our Discover team, Patricia, who will describe a little bit more about this invitation that not only is John the Baptist giving to us and the people 2,000 years ago. God is giving to us today to renew our baptisms, to renew our walk with and to be received of this blessing that God wants to give us. I guess maybe the better question is how many of you are willing to admit that you've seen the movie Sister Act? Well, it came out when I was in my first year of college, just for myself, and I hadn't seen it, but I remember meeting some really kind ones who told me that I acted just like one of the characters, Sister Mary Patrick. Those were my roommates, who I considered friends, people that knew me well, and they all agreed that yes, I acted just like of the character, she is described as perpetually perky. So I was curious, so I saw the movie. <laughs> I realized that nobody truly knew me, and that this was my fault. That was exactly how I acted overly bubbly, overly optimistic. But it wasn't real, it was fake, and it was a show that I constantly put on. My childhood had been filled with trauma and difficult situations. I felt like most of my peers couldn't understand that. Even though I didn't feel it, my heart was filled with pain and fear, insecurity, sadness, and loneliness. I thought that if I shared the real me with people, no one would like me or want to be around me. So my second year of college, I tried to be more authentic, to share my past and share glimpses of the doubt and damaged parts of myself. I would like to say that I was human mom and that all of those friends were supportive and loving, but instead my fears were realized. My friends didn't want flawed and damaged me. 
they wanted to see more of happen. So I did what I knew Sadie Burton would do. I pushed it all in. I pretended everything was fine. And I went back to being perpetually perfect for ordinary doctors. And it worked for me. Until it didn't. Because I think most of us know that those things that we pushed on somehow have a backstory. I didn't understand it at the time, but over the next 18 years, Jesus found ways to put people in my path that were able to help me feel good driving so that I could feel and find peace with my path. Deep down, though, I still had a lot of fear that I wasn't worthy of love or good things. Then a couple of years ago, I went to the RCIA program here, and I was able to see that Jesus had been reaching out to me the whole time, waiting for me to ask for his help, waiting for me to give my burdens and make them to him, showing me that he died for me because he took care of us all. Encountering Christ in that way and feeling that on a daily basis gives me more smiles today than I could ever possibly share with anyone. For those that I have not met, my name is Krista Heist McKenzie. I have been part of this parish for five years, and I'm also very involved in the school over the past six years. My kids, Robbie and Shay, are in fourth grade, and second grade, respectively. In case you don't know, coming soon to a theater near you, or actually to the parish hall, is a multi purpose room. We are starting the Discovering Christ pathway. It is a seven week series of talks and discussions. It will begin on Wednesday, January 25th at 6 p.m. The program is for anyone and everyone 18 years or older Catholic, other Christian, non Christian, those wondering, seeking, or questioning, those struggling, or looking to move. Whatever part of this pathway on encountering Christ you're in, all are welcome. I want to go back to my story uh, for a minute, and I want to fast forward to the present day. If the movie Sister Act was still relevant, I have a feeling that people would still compare me to Sister Mary Catholic today. That comparison would not be devastating today, but rather would bring me a lot of joy. I often get asked why I'm always happy and smiling because Father Paul asked me why I keep coming. So I can answer that question. It's because as I've begun my journey to discover Christ, I know I am blessed. I have real joy in my heart. The joy that comes from knowing that with Jesus, I have somebody who can not only play with a team, but yearns to be part of it. And it's not just that he still likes me. I mean, I share it with him. He loves me. I believe that every step of my path, good and bad, is a step closer to my eternal life. And let's just be clear. It's not that my life has been any easier in adulthood than it was in my childhood. Goodness sake, I just had my 12th major surgery earlier this week. But I have so much gratitude for all the blessings, and yes, even disappointments, because that is how I am able to see Jesus in my life. I invite all of you to join with me in the journey of discovering Christ. I'm going to be helping with the hospitality part of things, because I'm pretty sure you do need perpetually perfect for that. And it's not just that I'm it's not just you that I'm inviting, it's your friends and your family members. Anyone that God is calling you to share this message with. There are going to be volunteers in the back of the gym to answer questions. So stop by the table, so I'll be starting out there, um, to talk with them and grab an info card for yourself or anyone who would like to invite. Thank you for giving me some of your Sunday morning time today. And a special thank you to Father Paul and to Father Carter for bringing the Discovering Christ pathway to our church. I look forward to meeting all of you in Discovering Christ. 
and I am truly happy to answer any questions. Thank you, sir. Yes, I always ask her why she's so happy and not aware of all the problems around here. say no more, but to discover opportunity is the first step on our pathway that's starting in January, good New Year's resolution. Everyone's invited, but also the scripture says that those who invite people don't come to church on Christmas Day. So, but this is still summer, this is Advent, but that same journey that we're offering Formally, to discover, follow, and share Christ starting next year, and we'll repeat regularly, is the journey that God calls us to in Advent. And whether we do discover or not, today we are called to really recommit ourselves to our journey of faith. Again, John the Baptist called his people. They gathered together as a church, and they went to rituals. So as to be involved in God's plan. In the days of old, God made a covenant with his people. A covenant was a ceremony in which two people were joined together, typically in marriage or adoption. God calling us to be part of his plan. And the prophets from of old said, God's going to do this. And we as Christians believe he did it in Christ Said he's going to do it in the pattern of the first covenant, with the new and everlasting covenant of Scripture. And so, in the new covenant, baptism is likened to our leaving Egypt and going to the Red Sea. In the new covenant, receiving the Holy Spirit after baptism is likened to receiving the law to guide us in our life. In the New Covenant, the Eucharist is likened to the manna in the desert that guides us in this life. And in the New Covenant, heaven is likened to the promised land, the destination of our journey. And in this invitation, St. John the Baptist, you will notice, is very inviting, but then he turns and becomes very scary. Right? When he sees Oh, I go to church. Oh, I believe. 
believe in God. Well, I'm Catholic, but we still haven't made God the highest priority in our life. God doesn't sit on the throne. He guides everything we do. God's a part of our life that we sometimes bring into our lives. And so by re-initiating the journey, the renewal of our baptism, learning again the reasons for our faith as an adult, committing ourselves to change and to follow God's ways more consistently. We often, through our time as dividers, have the opportunity to get off the throne ourselves of our lives and to Christ first and commit ourselves to Christ. And even if we've done that, which I think I have, but if I'm honest, I look at my life and sometimes I regret. I've taken back parts of my life I do. And so the church gives us this advent and learn time to do it over again. Time to come to confession. A time to recommit ourselves to our prayer life. A time to come more to adoration. To be involved more in church. To read the scripture more. To serve one another more. Page with a button to prepare for Advent. Tons of ways to have personal reflection, daily prayer, and prayer with our church. And then at the bottom of that web page is a button that says retreat and social service, ways to get involved with volunteering, and full ways to retreat. Consider those and make this journey of discovery, even though journey is a change, starting today. Desert change into a garden, 